Welcome back to Street Writers. These are 10 minutes of writing, motivation, inspiration, and activation. This is the first half of our interview with author H. Byron Ballard. Byron, before I get into you know this lovely bio you got to me, I just want to give you a chance to say hello, because otherwise I suck all the air out of the mic. <laughs> <laughs> hello, everybody. It's good to be here. Thank you all for having me. Well, thanks it's, for joining us. Yeah, it is marvelous. I mean, your your background, you're a you're a Western North Carolina native. You're a teacher, a folklorist, a writer. You're a featured speaker and teacher at the Sacred Space Conference, the Pagan Spirit Gathering, Southeast Wise Woman's Herbal Conference, the Scottish Pagan Federation Conference, Hexfest, many other festivals and conferences. Uh, a senior priestess and co-founder of the Mother Grove Goddess Temple and the Coalition of Earth Religions Ceres, do I have that right? Ceres. Um, Ceres in Asheville, mm -hmm. North Carolina, where you're, you're based. Uh, you're a regular columnist for Sage Woman Magazine and an author of just fascinating books, uh, Staubs and Ditchwater, if I have that right. Do I, did I get that? You done good with that. I, I done did good. As, um, <laughs> Earthworks, Ceremonies and Tower Time, Roots, Branches and Spirits, The Folkways and Witchery of Appalachia, Seasons of a Magical Life, A Pagan Path of Living. These are such rich and fascinating you know, titles. I'm also um, a gardener and a farmer and a permaculture mm -hmm. student and all that stuff. So very earthy. In fact, <laughs> I'm gonna check my fingernails right now and make sure that <laughs> No, they're make good. Sure, they're make good. sure they're clean, yeah, because exactly. pe people want I, clean fingernails for podcasts. I uh, I sometimes take the service at a, a local Unitarian Universalist church, and I was talking about the importance of, you know, being one with the land or whatever, and I said, and for instance, many times I will look at my fingernails, and I did while I was in the pulpit, and oh my God, they were a mess. <laughs> You know, when you talk about the, the earthiness of things, I mean, from uh, just some reviews I had read uh, and, and my own readings of some of your, your blog entries especially, I think that comes across right away. There was a one review I, I picked up on which uh, there's some really unique perspectives and ideas in this book I haven't read in any other book regarding folk magic. Ballard has a no-fluff and down-to-earth approach to her writing and teaching sprinkled with anecdotal stories that feel almost biographical at times and and i took that away myself when i read some of your blog pieces your longer pieces um that it had this this very organic quality to it you were really uh connecting us with your experience in a, in a really nice way oh th thank you um i'm not sure just to be honest how to write without it not being biographical, mm -hmm. autobiographical. Mm. I'm not sure how you do that. And I don't write fiction. I only write nonfiction plays, the occasional poem. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not sure how you really pull that out, but certainly it's not something I'm, I'm not very good at. Right. So I'm always kind of doing things from my POV and, and through the lens that is the lens of a, of a woman, of a Western North Carolina multi-generational native of Southern Appalachia, um, all of that. Yeah, I, I, it's hard for me to remove those uh, those particular lenses from my work. This level of spirituality and earthiness and, and obviously research into so many things. When did that 
fascinate you and become a part of you. I mean, my whole life, I've been a writer. I can remember、mm -hmm. we used to write stories back and forth to each other, my neighbors and I did、mm -hmm. when we were probably, I don't know, ten or twelve.、Mm -hmm. And we'd pass, I'd write my part of the story, and then I'd take it to my neighbor, and she'd write something. So. I've been writing off and on for many, many years.、Mm -hmm. um, the spiritual piece is interesting because I grew up, as we say、uh, in this area, I grew up unchurched.、Mm. So okay, unlike okay. a lot of people, I'm not, I'm not running away from a Baptist or a Methodist or whatever background.、Mm -hmm. My family was nominally Methodist, but you know, back a generation. Somebody didn't like something one of the preachers said and just removed us.、Mm -hmm. So I and I grew up out in the country, and those two things I think are what did it, because I spent a lot of time outside. I was a curious child,、uh, which turned into being a curious adult, and I always wanted to know how things worked. And I perceived even then I perceived the whole of the world as ensouled. Mm. So that the animals around me had as much soul. Heaven knows as much soul, probably more than my brother did, and most of the people I knew. So I was perfectly happy to spend more time with the chickens and the donkey and the cow and the ponies and all that. Plus, I lived in the country and and climbed on a mountain just about every day. Was up there hiking around,、mm -hmm. learning about the land itself, and that I never lost. I was I'm very fortunate that way. I never lost. The sacredness of that. I started about four years ago, I guess, tracking back some of the influences of Appalachian folk magic to their roots.、Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of very powerful roots. There's the, obviously the Cherokee people that we ended up being with.、Uh, the German, Pennsylvania Dutch, the Dutch people are a big、mm -hmm. influence. So I've been calling myself. A spell catcher, like the old song catchers. Wow! Last century. So I、nice. go back and try to figure out where this stuff comes from, and that has been, that's been fascinating, and has led to some amazing trips, especially into the borderlands of Britain between、mm -hmm. England and I and Scotland, and just learning everything I can and talking to people and, you know, indulging my curiosity is basically what it is. Hey, Tips, tricks, and sleight of hand to power up your pencil and percolate your brain. Byron, we'd love your your thoughts on this from your perspective as a writer. Well, nobody is going to like this, so、uh -oh. I'm, I'm just going to say it loud and loud. <laughs> My last few books I have written by hand. Wow.、I、have a little notebook, and I write, and that means. That I eliminate the distraction of the screen,、mm -hmm. and it's just me and the and the pen and the paper. And it also means that I can go out in the middle of the woods, and I don't have to lug anything but a piece of paper and a pencil. And, and I can sit wherever in the rain, in a shelter wherever, and I can write. And I have done some of my best writing, in my opinion, my best writing, just sitting under a tree with a notebook. And looking at the world, but given the kind of writing I do, that makes perfect sense. But there's something about the manual action of、mm -hmm. writing down words and slowing down my thoughts to meet my handwriting.、Mm -hmm. Works for me every time. 
And were, before that, you were kind of doing traditional typing in, into a PC or whatever? Well, I began my, my main writing life or my initial writing life as a playwright. Mm-hmm. And that was the 80s. So I did most of it. I wrote it longhand and then I typed it up. Mm-hmm. So that I, I still see. have plays that are st- just in typed form. They never, mm-hmm. they never got to a computer. Mm-hmm. So it's not unusual for me to think in terms of actually physically writing. Um, but yes, uh, my first two folk magic books I did on the computer. And I, I'd like to go back and almost rewrite them by hand and see if something new comes to me. Right, right. So that's, that's your... my crazy tip. I love that. Yeah, and, and let's, um, I, I love it too. I think the, you know, what, like, what did you discover? As you said, if you, you, you talked about slowing down your thoughts to match your, your hand speed, uh, you know, that some people, um, feel they 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 need the speed of just churning it out uh, of a you know a keyboard or typing it fast almost like uh, expunging it but you're you went the other side you kind of said let's take it easy slow down and and, and kind of go from that approach right by nature i am not a detail person mm-hmm. so the idea of getting it out as fast as i can means that I am probably not thinking as deeply as I should about what I'm writing about. Just, that's not a big deal because then in all of the inevitable millions of rewrites, you can catch <laughs> up with that. But I am finding by writing by hand, my brain slows down and I will start to explore those things that I might have just jotted down if I was typing and mm-hmm. thought, oh, I'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. And I, I do it in real time i do that extra thinking deeper thinking in real time and i think it improves my writing come back next week for the second half of our interview with h byron ballard